It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you are listening to High School Hoops with our hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. All right, welcome to High School Hoops, episode 60. Welcome back, Coach. You had, a, you had your week respite. I did. You I did. did. <laughs> you, were, oh. you and I were both scrambling last week. Um, so... Uh, Let's uh, let me give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. If you want these podcasts to keep going, make sure you call them. I'm working on seeing if they're going to sponsor again next year, so make sure you do that. That's the first thing. Second thing is go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I can't imagine a better time. I'm actually thinking. I've been told Jake this. I'm actually thinking of closing the doors, um, just because it's getting so big. It's getting to the point where I can't help people anymore and I want to be able to help people. So if you're thinking of getting in, I'd get in soon before I close the doors. That means um, you're running a successful site, Coach. Well, yeah, I think people are getting use out of it, I think. I'm hoping. All right, so episode 60. What do we got on 60? Well, first, you do, um, if you see me drinking my flavored water or my cheeseburger, I just got done coaching a soccer game. So I'm trying to fit all this stuff in. I'm off tomorrow. I want to watch the Packers tonight a little bit. So I've so had a what, four uh, week. What do you, why are you off tomorrow? Because we're off awesome. Sunday. Why? Uh-huh. Um, it's like a in-service uh, oh. a day for us to have because uh, we've just had co- parent-teacher conferences. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so how our school does it is that if we utilize like nighttime, we can have Friday off as well. So we had two days where we stayed later. So we had off Friday and then we got off Monday. Oh, that's nice. Awesome. That's really good. It's been a nice long weekend. So now I'm going to have the Sunday with no anxiety getting ready for school tomorrow. <laughs> I know. That's you know that feeling, you know, that little pit in your stomach. It's like, you know, the day off from basketball, you're still thinking about basketball. I don't have to worry about anything tomorrow. So oh, I'm actually nice. going into my daughter's classroom tomorrow and doing a read aloud. So that'll oh, be my fun. day tomorrow. But the question, let's stay on task because yes. the people are getting the midst of their season. Uh, the, uh, we have several people have asked questions on our Facebook page. Um, and so one of the questions was, how do you establish your offense the first two weeks of practice? That's a great question. I, I mean, so we're, we're kind of tweaking our offense. So if anyone's listening to this, yep, better come scout us. Um, it, it, I, I think it really has to be broken into small little pieces. So we have literally 
after the after tryouts, we have broken it down into um, small pieces where we're teaching them. You know, we're doing small sided games. We're teaching them specific moves or specific things that we want them to be able to do in the offense. And then we're bringing it back up into the entire offense. I think the problem, especially with a lot of youth coaches, is they just throw it in there. If they're running dribble drive or read and react, whatever they're running, and they just throw it in and they don't break it into – you got to break it into small skill sets. So um, I think – and we've talked about this. I think it's really important to map out your season, especially the first couple of weeks, of what do you need in for your first opponent. And you definitely need – a basic offense that probably can work against both man and zone. I don't, I mean, I, but I mean, establishing it is important, especially if you're a fast or slow paced team, you have to establish that quickly and often. <laughs> um, you know, some right. of the teams I've had literally practice was a track meet. I mean, I would be tired after an hour and 20 minutes because it was, and then I've also had other teams where we just worked on, setting screens and grinding and, you know, taking 35 seconds off the, off the, off the clock every time. So um, I think those, those things are extremely, what you establish early, this for having 40 kids in your classroom, you can vouch for this. Those (laughs) things that you establish early on the offensive end are going to stick with you for a long time, unless you have to break those habits. But how do you do it? Well, I think first off, you have to look at the three components of a good offense and you have to explain that to your players off. So no matter what you do offensively, you have to have really good spacing. You have to be able to have player movement and ball movement in everything that you do. I think if you can focus on that early in the season, you know, the perfect screening and all that stuff, it's not going to happen. No. If you need you guys to do that early, I think no, what, no matter offense that you're running, I think those are the three things you've got to constantly look at, almost like a rubric. You know, are we doing these things within our offense? And then you try to better those as you continue on throughout the season. You know, I think what I think you made a great point is establishing your tempo. You know, that's huge uh, because it is just a um, it's trying to figure out what kind of team you're going to team you're going to be early in the yeah. season. You have to figure um, that out so early think, too, and it's like you got to establish it with them, and it's a mental part. Um, and, and then you got to be careful how much you front load. You know, are, are you doing too many sets? Um, are you um, are you going five or six different offenses? Is, are you, and sometimes it's easier to be simple. I like to be very simple offensively and more complex defensively. And um, that's just been something that I've learned from years past is that, you know, sometimes it's really about getting a lot of shots off and finishing and keeping it simple offensively and then making defense a little bit more complicated right. in regards to making it harder on the, on the opponent. Defense is going to be farther along early too. Right. I think also then designing breakdown drills within your offense. You know, just don't choose uh, breakdown drills because you think they're awesome. They right. have to be relatable to what you're doing offensively. So you can yes. constantly build on what you're doing. Like Everything sending, has to have Yeah, if you're setting a lot of flare screens, you gotta set you gotta do things with flare screens. If you're setting back screens, if you're setting, you know, down whatever maybe you're not screening, maybe you're working on dribble drive and, and rotate uh, all those things, you have to build that in quickly and fast and and that and we're just talking and, and that i'm just referring to the half court part if you're thinking tempo oh my god it's like that takes months unless they you know they've been doing it since they're in third grade the tempo thing is 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 a harder thing it's easier to slow them than then speed them up i have right and one thing that i notice is that a lot of times they, people like to start things 
Um, I like to do things out of the side, out of balance, or um, out of imbalance. It, it seems like sometimes they just want to restart everything, like taking the ball on the top of the key. There's never in the game where you, you start into your offense with just starting in the top of the key. Ooh, I love that. That's offense. true. Yeah. And so often I think people make that mistake of constant grinding and grinding in the half court. All right, let's go from a side out of bounce play into our offense. Side out of bounce play into our offense. Here's the question I have for you, and I've thought about this too. It's like how often do we really get side out of bounces into offense or underneath into offense? You know, how many possessions in a game? It's like I think it's really about the progression game. I used to love to do progressions. All right, so we're going to go four or five minutes hard or uh, four or five lengths down the court. Take a free throw, do it again, process, do it again, do it again, do it again. Because yes. I just don't think you should constantly be stuck in the half court because yeah. I think it becomes, it becomes monotonous. It doesn't become authentic. And it's too easy. It becomes too easy. And kids don't cut. They just stand. They don't move. It's just, it's just not a good way no. to really build your offense. You want to try to do things out of the full court into your offense. Yeah, and I think you put a, hit a point too early that that spacing part is really hard for them. <laughs> right. It is really hard for them to get that spacing down to under, truly understand what's going on. And really, the spacing starts on the initial break to your area on the offensive side of the floor. You know, are right. our guys getting wide, you know, and it's hard to establish if you're constantly doing it in the half court, you know, yeah. you know, guys are, you know, you get them wide and stay wide and, and, and go into that and then start to take things away. People get comfortable in things that are happening. You know, if you're a pack line defense, maybe once in a while, you got to try to go against a defense that's going to play more up the line, start right. to challenge the defense to give them different looks or go five, go five people on your offense and six guys on defense. Make it a little bit harder, you know, add some traffic, you know, all those things, you know, and be really good at one or two things early on. And then if you can do that, then you can go on to the next level. But you right. gotta, those, you those are your building slow. blocks. Those are your you building blocks. You to go fast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. All right. Anything else on that? I, that's great. I think that I, don't overcomplicate things, I think, is one of the big take, takeaways, too. You know, you don't need what you're going to be running three months from now in that first two weeks. You need the basics and you need to pound the basics um, so that they learn to read things within your offense. All right, coach. Question of the day is, you're at a away game. What's the one thing you always buy at a concession stand? Uh, I don't do it. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a big blow pop person. So that's, that's for volleyball, that's definitely a thing. But um, my, one of my assistants always buys the, the opposing um, school's popcorn, and then we have a running scale of who has the best popcorn. <laughs> I um, like that. I yeah, like so that. We always say, I, so I always ask, like, where does this rank? You know, it's like we always – so John always buys one, and then we kind of rank the popcorn. Cause I would say the only thing I ever buy it um, at a concession stand is usually a pick-me-up, so either a soda or something that can get me going if I'm right. – I'm, I'm dragging. Other than that, I, I never tend to buy anything because my, my stomach is too sick. And yeah, the, the only shit. good thing is like we usually sometimes have leftover hot dogs. They're so yeah. good. I don't. Yeah. They're disgusting. If you do any sort of research on what's in a hot dog, yeah, but hot dogs and the grills are really good too. Yeah, there's something about sitting in that water for three hours and then eating it tastes good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. I don't like. I don't remember a lot of time we bought hot dogs in this house. But I had a, I, I, I had a basically Heimlich both of our kids on hot dogs. I did. I mean, it was like projectile. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like a huge choking hazard. For so me. in the end, don't eat hot dogs either. 
Yeah, don't eat hot dogs. All it right, was a long till, life. All right, till next week, Coach. Yep. Couple weeks. Thanks. Countdown. Yep. All right, Sounds bye. Good. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.